This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Uh, here we go again. This is episode number nine. Nine, nine, nine. I'm running out of fingers here. <laughs> in the brand new podcast, Father and Son, featuring, again, it says Curtis and Anthony. When are they going to change it to Anthony and Curtis? Well, they're, uh, these guys will change it eventually, but let's just, we're going to check that Twitter poll very, very soon. Maquanamai, as we say in Italian. Uh, yeah, yeah, they'll change it. Yeah, they um, will change. You'll it. have a great beard by the time they change it there, Anthony. I'll be old, like about 80 years old by the time. Yeah, why are you looking at me, huh? <laughs> I'm not 80, I'm 67. Uh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but we have to give props where props is due to Anthony. That's right. Anthony, a month ago, predicted that the most dangerous force in the world was not the old Soviet Union with Vladimir Putin. That's right. It's not. Was not Red China, was not even the United States and NATO. You said that the group that would go to war is who? Is now anonymous. They actually hacked into it. It's like, you know what? We're going to give the U.S. a break this time. We're going to go declare war for them. Against? Against Mother Russia. And Vladimir Putin. That's right. And I couldn't even believe it because you told me it's like, Hey, did you know Anonymous that we talked about, like, in episode three? And again, just so that people know who Anonymous are, who are they around the world? They are the hacktivist group known for unknowing. They don't know where they are, but they have a hawk mask. That's right, the hawk mask. And apparently they all got together and they launched a cyber war against the Kremlin. Vladimir Putin, and they took down RT, Russian television. Yeah, they finally did. I was like, well, that's finally good news. Like, at least we could give us a break. Well, imagine that. They took down the Russian TV station. They've done damage to the Kremlin, damage to their cyber infrastructure, and that was all done independently and autonomously of any country. Right. Basically, anarchy. Yeah, that's anarchy. It's, uh, it was never against the Constitution what they did. Mm. And I was like, the U.S. government is like, hmm, we didn't even ask permission if they do it. They just did it on their own. That's right. Okay. So, again, there's another force in the world first predicted. You heard it right here on the Father and Son podcast about five weeks ago when Anthony gave us a detailed breakdown of who Anonymous were and what they were capable of doing. And they have declared war on Russia on behalf of the Ukraine. But the Ukraine, uh, their police, their military, their firefighters have no use of cell phones because they've been knocked out by the Russians in their cyber war. That's right. They're using old-fashioned walkie-talkies. That's right. So 
if you can explain to us, Anthony, the history of walkie-talkies, because when cyber attacks are effective and knock out cell phones, military has to go back to communicating the old-fashioned way. Back to square one. With a handheld radio walkie-talkie. That's right. So give us uh, an idea of the history of the walkie-talkie. So during World War II, walkie-talkies were a thing because the military on our side didn't know what the communication was. And we don't really have a plan after the 1800s. During the wars, like, what, what can we do? We can't use telegraphs, but we can use the invention of portable radios. We can carry it on our backs while the second person can communicate back to the headquarters, kind of like Morse code, but instead with bigger tapes. And it's like, all right, uh, we have found the enemy base right there. We're going to go, uh, what is the plan here? And they'll tell us back. But that required one of the uh, members of uh, the Army to carry a big radio backpack on their back, right? That's right. And it was so bulky and heavy that once they were trying to travel to an enemy base, once they take down the enemy, it's like, okay, we found the headquarters, we found the enemy base, but they're in the trenches. Mm. I think it goes all the way back to World War One and also World War Two. I'm not pretty sure. So that's the beginning of the walkie-talkie. Now, how has it improved over the years? During the 50s, Motorola was coming up with an idea. It's like, hmm, you know what? Mm. I'm going to make a smaller. Make it much smaller. Kind of like a, like a 90s flip phone. Oh. But with little battery at the back then we put it on the little microphone here and this way it goes to law enforcement by the time by the time open the 90s and early 2000s took place during 1991 when the fortran crashed at union square law enforcement really needed and so do us but ever since the cell phones came in in 2007 walkie-talkies started to die down mm. and ever since the power of the rise of the internet of the 90s there's no need for walkie-talkies anymore but most of law enforcement and some guardian angels still use it today to communicate it like remember uh way back in the train patrols all of us have walkie-talkies to communicate with each other we still have phones but we didn't need them we only need them just in case our batteries died. Why is the walkie-talkie sometimes better than the cell phone? What can a walkie-talkie do that a cell phone cannot do? The walkie-talkie can block out enemy signals. It's like no matter what frequency you're on, anyone can hack into your frequency. What Motorola did also was block out the signal from the other side. And no matter what you change the channel, you're still on the same channel. And uh, for firefighters, they have APX, or some firefighters have Motorola, like the HT-1000. Now, you normally carry around 
a uh, portable radio, correct? That's correct. Do you have one today? That's right. I have one today, and it's uh, there has been smaller versions of during 2015. Bullfang radios came in a large amounts of like radio frequencies. Over the years, law enforcement from Motorola to Bullfangs because it's easier and portable and cheaper to carry around on their belts. And uh, what can you hear when you have your radio on? You can hear like the frequencies, what channel you're on. Sometimes you can change the frequency to police and firefighters mm. frequencies. So that's uh, like a radio scanner. Kind of like a radio scanner, but these days we have a trans scanner. Mm. So do you use the trans scanner? Yeah, I use the trans scanner because it's good. What the, the cell phone can only do is like, okay, so I have to press these multiple apps, call in, or like voice activated. That takes too much time. Meanwhile, you have the radios, and you just press and talk into it like 10-4 or like 10-20. You know, it's a, it's a sort of angel code. Right. Now, when you're in your room and you have your scanner on, what is it? Uh, what are some of the things that you hear? What I hear is like radio. What uh, police ones is like, or firefighters is like. Uh, we have a ten twenty over here. Uh, something over here, you know, like uh, kind of like usual police stuff. Now, couldn't the criminals end up using the scanners and figure out where the police are going? No, but I think what happened was like back then in like twenty seventeen or twenty twelve. Maybe a couple of guys actually got onto the NYPD uh, frequency, and the NYPD was like, I've never heard anyone friend the, the captain that does that. So we're going to try to block out. Motorola is very, very good, but that's going to be only the last resort radios in case our phone dies or our cheap radios breaks. Now, wouldn't it be better if the police just used the radio rather than the cell phone? Yeah, because I've seen so many police just use their phones. It's like, what's even the point of you're just using your phones when you have a walkie-talkie just communicate to others? Like, what, what's going on here? So there's a good chance when the police are communicating, I'll show you. All right. So when they're using their cell phone, it has nothing to do with the business of police work. Exactly. There's nothing. It's like, it's like just pointing at your ear. It's like, oh, okay, I'll meet you there. Or they could be playing games. Exactly. Texting. They could just text their wife. It's like, hey, I'll be home in an hour. <laughs> see, you, see you soon. I'm going to the moon. So they don't need that cell phone, that iPhone, that smartphone to do their job as police officers. Exactly. The only time the, the, um, the cell phone is good for citizens app. And citizens can actually use it to detect what's going on with the police. Now, when you're on Guardian Angel Patrol and you have your uh, radio with you, your Motorola radio, can you communicate underground in the subway? Yes, I can because it, I can go to the frequency where the firefighters and the police are, and I'm like, test it out like 10-4. Now, years ago, you couldn't, right? Years ago, you couldn't do that because when World War II was still happening, uh, there was no frequency, so it was a little bit different. I think in modern day world, you can. So 
by the radios being able to communicate underground and in buildings. You no longer need the police, the firefighters, no longer need to say that they have to have the cell phone. Yeah, because it's like, well, if you're trapped in a fire, in a fire building, your Mm. phone is like, it's going to get crushed no matter what. Mm. No matter what, it's going to get burned by the fire. So that's that's $1,000 right through your pocket Mm. while it's going to be gone. Mm. Mm. And how many people do you know that use Motorola radios? For as long as since the the 1970s and the 80s, so like about 43 years or for at least 100 years, 80 years. So imagine right now as Russia has invaded the Ukraine, Mm -hmm. the Ukrainian army, the Ukrainian police, their phones have been knocked out. So they have to use the old-fashioned radios. I think they have to because it's a good way to communicate what's going on since there's no internet. Uh, they can't scan anything. Their radars has already been wiped out by uh, by bombs, by Russia's tanks. It's like, well, the captain always says, you know what? We're going back to square one. I think that's better we're going back to square one because now, since no internet, we're going back to radios. Mm. Everyone grab their your radios and spread out. So now, when you're off-duty, when you're not patrolling as a guardian angel... Do you communicate with guardian angels on the radio? That's right. I still do because it's like no matter off colors or on colors, you can't still communicate with them. Mm. And uh, have you seen a lot of police in the subways? Not many that much, but ever since we went to Chinatown, we saw many cops there. That was for the annual lunar parade uh, last Sunday. That's right. And what was the response of the people there? The response of the people, what they have, what they see the law enforcement is actually pretty good. Mm. And what was the response of the Chinese people to the guardian angels in the parade? They uh, they like us, like helping out with the law enforcement, know what's going on. Ten percent of the cops don't really want us, but you know that's like a that's like a national declare on war. It's like you can't you can't just declare war. On eventualities, mm. because that's that's against your own code. It's it's uh against if you want to lock up, like volunteers. It's like, what's even the point us to you guys? What's the point? You would think that the police would want to communicate directly with the guardian angels, right? Yeah, because seventy five percent they want us to help with them, right? And ten percent of cops think we're we're just gangs. It's right. like we look at them like so strange to them. It's like, what? Mm. Even in the 79th and early 80s, you still think we're gangs? Mm. Come on, I've seen way worse stuff. I've seen I've seen so much arrest. Come on, we're not that bad because we don't have tattoos. Right. Face tattoos. We're not harmful. We're good guys. We have wings. It's not like the Warriors, right? The movie <laughs> The Warriors? Yeah. We're not we're not the warriors. <laughs> <laughs> now, back to Anonymous. Right. Because you were the first to predict that Anonymous would go to war. And it wouldn't be the United States, it wouldn't be NATO, it wouldn't be Russia, it wouldn't be Red China. What actually can Anonymous do to Putin and Russia? What abilities do they have, Anthony? Their their abilities is like they hack into the mainframe of Russia, 
by their own secret computer website. Once they hack it in, they can videotape themselves. It's like, ladies and gentlemen of Russia and Vladimir Putin, we are anonymous. We can hack into your mainframes. And we're coming for you. Forget about what China does or NATO and the Americas doing. We're coming for you. Peace. Now, you would think Anonymous, the members of Anonymous, would be afraid that Russia might come after them. How is it they can be so sure they can't be found? Because Vladimir Putin never knows where they are, since they could be all around the world, but they're hiding in secret locations that they can't be found. Even if the uh, the military could be like finding out where they are, they still can't find them because it's like their radars cannot pick up. Have you ever communicated online with Anonymous? No, never. Ever since I saw their tweet, I'm like, Twitter account, I'm like, I found them. Mm. But that was like the only reason they were against the United States of America. But since they're helping us, it's, uh, I'll give them a break. And how long ago did you discover Anonymous? This was back in 2015. I found their Twitter. I was like, hmm, I'm going to see what their their account is and what's going on and why they hacked the, the FBI's website back then. It's like, uh, I don't know what why they wanted to. That's anarchy stuff. So 2015. Wow. You were... How old at that time? 2015. 12? I was like 12 when I first found out. I was like, wow. Wow. So you were 12 years old when you discovered Anonymous. Yeah. I was like reading everything about them, what they do. It's like, well, I know they hack stuff, but I never knew they actually just go on different like platforms. And then they say, we are Legion. I didn't even know what that really means. We are Legion. What's that even mean? So they declared war against America first, right? First they declared war on America. But after after a while, they it's like, you know what? Nah, we're gonna help them this time. We're gonna declare war on Russia since since America is way too busy at the moment. We're gonna help them a little bit. So Russia lost its main TV station. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's had its communication affected from within the Kremlin. Can Anonymous do more damage to them? They can uh, They could attack their cell phones as well. They could lost all power if they so- surge up a huge amount of energy to the power plants, cutting off their bank accounts as well. I so, think that's the greatest thing. So it's... Uh, they're like a new world power. They're like a new world country power. Mm. What would you advise uh, President Joe Biden about Anonymous? Because remember, originally, we thought of Anonymous as being our enemy, these hackers. Yes. And if I say this to uh, like President Joe Biden, I think I would say, look, they give us a break. Let them help us. Since we're busy with some other stuff at the moment, let them go to war because we have our own crisis here and we're trying to fix it. Hmm. So they'll they'll actually go to war for us. Yeah, they'll go to war for us to help with NATO. It's like, oh, OK, and we'll just since we're back here trying to fix this whole crisis and this pandemic and 
crime is going up and police riots everywhere, you know. Uh, I think I think this is good for none of us. What uh, advice would you give to Vladimir Putin if you were his advisor? If I was like his advisor, is like, dude, Putin, it, it's over. You you got it back down. Like they're coming for us. They're coming for Russia. We can't outmatch them. We can't we can't hack it because our radars are down. What do you think? If we keep going, they're going to come back for us. So this whole world now is controlled by the power of who controls the computers. Exactly. The Internet age since the 90s has been power. And anonymous members, do they tend to be young people? We don't know mm. since they're very unknown. Wow. So there's nobody who knows anything about them other than that, that they can. It's like the Wizard of Oz. They can I be like affected. the Wizard of Oz. Mm. So it's like they're the Wizard of Oz, right? Yeah. Hmm. But without magic, hmm. it's technology. Hmm. Now, <laughs> here in the United States, uh, there's less and less of the government agencies that use the old-fashioned radio. That's right. So would you encourage them in the face of what we see now globally that more of our government agencies have to start communicating by radio? Yeah, because I think that's a good way communicate what other people does not know it's like hey uh, i found some crime over here 10 four on that yeah and also in the future should there be uh, super storms hurricanes floods when all of a sudden cell phone communication is effective it might actually uh, be smart if average people had these radios that they could use in emergencies so that they can stay in touch with one another and also with the government because once the cell phone is knocked out, mm -hmm. you have no communication. Exactly. Just like your laptop, your TV, your cameras, everything will be down. But radios, they'll never go away. And I noticed that you carry your Motorola radio everywhere. That's just the last resort because it's a good thing that we have them because when you drop several times, they won't be broken. Wow. Have you dropped your Motorola radio? I tested it, and it's like, wow, this is good. So it's you actually dropped it on the floor. Yeah. It's like one time. It's like, okay, that's good. That's bulky good. And we it still kept stuff. working. Still kept working. Now, how much, just for all the people who are watching and listening out there, uh, what are we talking about cost-wise? What, what what do one of these Motorola transistor radios cost? Well, I I've seen uh, on eBay it's like maybe about a thousand dollars, nine hundred, maybe like about fifty-eight bucks, sixty bucks. It's like, come on, eBay. I know you're pretty popular on this kind of stuff, but maybe just lower the prices, because when capitalism capitalism will fail, it's like. There's no need. You need to grab them for free. Mm. So if you were to advise people, what's the best time to put on the radio to listen to the other frequencies? To other frequencies, it's like just play around with the knobs first and get the good amount of frequency and then lock those frequent outside frequencies so you can stay in touch. And it's like you have your speaker right here and it's like you can use them as well if you need to use it in an emergency you have these orange buttons it's called a panic button mm. the panic button what does the panic button mean the panic button means it's like 
for an estate emergency will give out a loud sound where you are hmm. if you're in a panic. I see. And what are some of the things that you've heard on the radio before in terms of crimes being reported? Uh, some, like, music. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, you want to listen to music even though your phone is down? Use the radio, your portable radio. Use some music. Even though if you don't like the music, still just go. Like, wow, so you can get the music too? Yeah, you can get the music too on those. So pretty much you can get everything on a Motorola radio. <laughs> yeah, Motorola has been around for a long time, and I like them. You do? Yeah. How long have you been using Motorola radios? Since uh, since this year. Mm-hmm. So for you, it answers all your problems. It answers all my problems. Mm-hmm. And if you had to advise all of our the people watching and listening now, when they hear more of these reports about Anonymous, what would your advice be to all the WABC watchers and listeners? You got to use a VPN. Use NordVPN so it blocks out all types of hackers. Since, uh, since your phone, address, emails, doesn't matter. Your bank accounts also gets hacked or Spotify. Use a VPN because it's good for you. And how does a group like Anonymous or hackers get access to your public information, to your personal information? How do they get that information? They get that information because without a public shield to, without the shield, they can hack it in just willy-nilly, whatever they want. Kind of like that. It's like, okay, here's my computer, typing, typing, typing. Oh, here's a user. Hacking, 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 hack. Hmm. Has that ever happened to you? Yes. Facebook, three times, done that. And wow. It, and it really works. Like so that. you got hacked three times on your Facebook account. Yeah. I, the first time I was like, oh, my God, I got hacked. Okay. Let me log out. Put a fake account. Got hacked again. I'm like, okay, let me keep exploring this. Log out again. Put a third one. Fake account. Act again. It's like, okay, I'm not using Facebook since now it's going to be called Meta. And it's like, okay, well, Facebook, what, why? So why? You, you got hacked on Facebook. You don't no longer use Facebook? No longer use Facebook. Wow, it's only, it's, it's only older people who use Facebook like <laughs> me, right? Yeah. So now instead of Facebook, Meta, because you've been hacked three times, what do you use instead? Now I use Google, mm. maybe sometimes TikTok. TikTok is like the new Google nowadays. Come on, Google. You have a lot of money. Step it up a bit. That's right. And have you seen my TikTok page? I saw your TikTok page. Is that a big page? That's the biggest page ever. Now, why do you think that is, that somebody as old as me, 67, has so many TikTok followers? <laughs> because when I heard about TikTok, I'm like, oh, that's like a knockoff version of Vine. But everyone is using it as like, uh, a lot of cringe. It's a lot of cringe. It's it's like, man, everybody's missing the vines. But they say it's China that controls TikTok, right? Oh, yes. China controls TikTok. Mm. Meanwhile, so you... in America, we have the freedom of, like, scroll, 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 five hours a day. It's like, okay, what's the best possibility? What's five minutes hacks is doing? You know, all those types so of stuff. So you scroll how much a day, would you say? Five hours a day. Five hours a day? <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Constantly. Constantly. Awesome. constantly. Constantly. It's like, it's 
like a. It's You're like addicted. Addiction. You're yeah. addicted. Addicted TikTokers. Wow. And do you have a TikTok account? I don't really use TikTok because、mm. it's like I know it controls it. Your mind is like, but after a while, it gets boring. You know, it's a lot of people. It's like, okay, maybe it's not really worth it. Just do something else. And just making TikToks, and it's like, what's the point of TikTok if you're just gonna be bored five thousand hours straight a day? It's it's not good for your eyes, your brain. It's like controlling your life. Now, Anthony Chester Sliwa, if、uh, those watching our Father and Son podcast or listening want to、uh, see what、uh, social networking that you've done, how can they get in touch with you? They could get in touch with me. Through my email at carmeloanthony@gmail.com, and you can also go follow my YouTube page as well. Check out the Slayer YT. The Slayer YT. And also check out、uh, Curse's account. That's、well. right, especially the TikTok account. You don't want to miss that. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number nine 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 of the Father and Son podcast. That's right. Maybe one day we'll actually we'll say actually say Anthony and Curtis podcast. We're waiting. We're, we're waiting. waiting. But in the meantime, next week, same time, same place, we'll have a new episode, and who knows? Maybe it'll say it'll Anthony say. and Curtis. Yeah, that's right. Wow, you were right. About anonymous Anthony. Yeah, but mostly you told me about it. That's true. And I'll see you, ladies and gentlemen, next time.